This is the Unearthing Art Podcast with Michelle Luminato and Beck Lee, where we dig into the messy reality of making art that matters, raw and real conversations about being an artist, navigating the creative process, and expressing our honest and sometimes weird selves. So Michelle, there's this kind of stereotype, isn't there, that when you go on a long road trip with with kids in the car in the back seat, that every five minutes... Every three minutes, they're saying, are we there yet? Mum, are we there yet? And I think that's a really human kind of thing, probably a modern human kind of thing where we're thinking, you know, why aren't we there yet? How long is it going to take us to get to this destination that we have in mind? Um, When are we going to get there? And as artists, thinking about when we're going to get to the finish line, when we're going to get to this kind of imagined destination. And I know you wanted to talk a bit more about are we there yet today? So what are your thoughts? Well, I just, I remember being a kid saying that to my parents. Are we there yet? (laughs) Are we? I think that's just that instant gratification. Like, I don't want to wait. I want, you know, things now. As an artist, I've definitely experienced some things myself about where, you know, are, am I there yet? Where is there anyway? What I'm really noticing is that there is very different for each of us, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just feel like that's something that I think we should honor more as individuals as well. We can assume that we're all headed in the same direction. Yes. I I could assume that I could think, well, doesn't every artist want to be like a a great artist who's selling work and appearing in galleries I guess that's an easy description of what you imagine every artist thinks of when they think of where they're headed in their career Um, but actually when you get specific and ask people specifically where are you headed what's your ideal and there's a number of different like as you said what is there anyway because yeah like you say it could be a vision of something could be something that you're aiming for or it could be there could be a way that you want to feel along yep. the way kind of thing. I also, it did strike me as you were talking, not only do each of us, when we think about it specifically, have can have quite different ideas in our mind of where we're headed and how we think we might get there, um, but that also changes so much over time. Like when you think back to yourself in your 20s and what <laughs> maybe you thought there yes. was then. <laughs> yes, I can think of like even a year ago, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely changes, definitely changes a lot. And I think that's what I've been most aware of is how much that just is a constant moving target. And so for me, I feel like there is this illusion, you know, mm-hmm. that it's like this place where, you know, the sun comes out and everything's like, oh, you know, it's like this huge <laughs> experience. And I just don't think that there looks like that in the in the reality of there, you know? Yeah. Do you think it's something about getting kind of validation, like thinking that when we get there, that's when we're like a proper artist, as it were? And again, I don't even know what that means, but yeah. it feels like... As if doing any of it is not a proper artist. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the pursuit of making art, like what is not proper artist about the pursuit of that? I just like, that's that's what's making me laugh really is because when I think of there and, you know, my grandiose visions and plans of you know, I want to do this. And when I say there, I also think that I probably get more specific in my there than a lot of people in terms of like, Mm -hmm. well, which galleries, which 
places, which part of the countries and and cities would really appreciate my work. Like I get really, really specific because I mm. think that that helps me know also where my art fits in with collectors who want to buy it. But like it's never this idealized vision of mm -hmm. what we think it could be like. I think that what I'm really learning to appreciate more is is just the daily of showing up. I just printed out a bunch of inspiration images and I am freaking excited. Like that really gets me excited. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is there. I'm there. I'm in the yeah, there. I think that can definitely be a there. You can imagine a younger self. And I think there's a bit of a, you know, a meme thing going around on Instagram at the moment showing where you are now and how you might not be feeling fully satisfied with that. You might be disappointed or feel that you haven't gone far enough, you know, like why mm -hmm. aren't I there yet? But then if you look at where you are now and take your mind back one year, five years, you know, 10 years, at that time, where you are now is could be this it's magical totally. destination. So when yes. you talk about, you know, being excited about your art and, and printing out inspiration images and working in a studio, think of, like what would 10 years ago you have thought about that? Amazing. Total dream. Total dream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that's why the there is it's good to get specific in knowing what you're really looking at. And I think there moves as a target. For me, it shifts more often than I even realize. One of the things that I'm learning a lot about myself is just how to check in with that more frequently, you know, and realize based on the kind of work I want to do, the experiences I want to have in the studio, where what is there you know and like there for me is having pure bliss in the studio i might mm -hmm. not have appreciated that it seems really simple like just bliss in the studio how fun can printing out photos that you're really inspired by be but i yeah. i have fun doing that so i get to do that mm. i look at it more as like how lucky are we as artists that we get to do these things that excite us you know would my, you know, even four years ago self appreciated the simpleness of that? Probably not. I was mm -hmm. too busy trash talking myself. You know, you don't have time for that stupid stuff. You just got to, you know, do this. So I would have probably discounted that then. Yeah. That wasn't really a worthy time spent because I needed yep. to go there. <laughs> there being some other big destination. It seems yes. like there's a lot of, um, unsurprisingly for us, a lot of layers to this because on one hand, and I'm, and I'm posing this as a kind of a mixed up question for you to tell me, in practical terms, is it good to have, as you say, get specific about a kind of a, a vision or a destination that you have in mind? Or maybe let's play with the words a bit rather than a destination or an endpoint, even a next point yeah. on the journey. So getting specific about that and yet at the same time, like recognizing that it's it's not fixed versus what we're talking about now, which is more kind of an in the moment appreciation. How how do we how what are your how thoughts do we reconcile on balancing there the there and the yeah, now the there think, the now you know being human I all that think stuff being <laughs> honest about the there say you have this idea of how something's going to go maybe you're bringing some you know paintings to market or something. Maybe you have a marketing partner, maybe you have a gallery, whatever. And I think we have this idea of, 
you know, what it's going to be like, that experience. And it's never exactly what you think it's going to be. I, I have yet to see anything be exactly the way I imagined it in my head. Having there as in like, I guess for me, that sometimes looks like a goal or a vision, something that mm-hmm. I want to aspire to. But I guess also being really open and flexible that it might not look that way is yeah. one, you know, one thing I'm getting a lot more comfortable with through discomfort, <laughs> you know, like you yeah. do something and then you're like, well, that's not how I thought it was going to go. But it doesn't mean that it's wrong or bad. I think we just get really idealized about the there, just like the kids, you know, like, oh, I thought that Disneyland was going to be like this. And it's really like this. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I mean, Your my kids were too is... little. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I think, yeah, this is ha- this happens to us in anything, you know, so maybe you then you can't out. enjoy the experience that it is yeah. when you get there because yes. it's not quite as you imagined it. You've talked yes. about that in the studio as well, like having an idealized version of what's going to happen in the studio and then it kind of ruins the actual experience you're having. Yeah, exactly. And I think that we have to start appreciating the actual experience, mm. you know, and and then when we do have those points where we're like, okay, I, I hit that spot. I hit that there. Being really mm. open and flexible for having it look different than what we might imagined, as yeah. well as how can we adapt and kind of tweak it so that it still keeps us inspired if it does feel like it wasn't as exciting, you know, or whatever. <laughs> as like, world changing exactly. or heaven's opening, golden light upon us. Yeah, it's interesting because on one hand, one could argue from from that, don't have her there, stay stay in the moment, enjoy today kind of thing. But then we found we had a, a chat in Origin Art and what was interesting about that is it was an opportunity to ask a group of people to be specific and write down. We didn't sort of say it was a goal or a vision. We just said, where would you like to be? How would you like to feel? What would it look like? And again, the differences when people are specific. And I think the power of that might be that if you don't take the time to give it some thought and to put down some specific words, you can go along, like you were telling me just before we were recording that with your um, speaking of your inspiration images, that sometimes you see a, a color combination in an image on your phone and you can look at that and say, oh yeah, that looks great. And then go off into the studio later and you're kind of trying to recreate that color from a memory of it. And it just doesn't feel as good or something's not quite right but when you actually have the image which is why you print the images when you have that in front of you it adds a level of way to compare and to kind of contextualize it a bit more because it's actually being brought out and expressed so maybe that's why you know actually being that's it so being specific with the words around it means that you're not carrying like an unspoken or an unconscious thing which can I think we've talked about this before can be working against you because if Mm -hmm. you haven't actually articulated it you might and and looked at it it's so funny when we sit down for five minutes and actually put some stuff on paper and then look at it we're like oh that I'm actually writing things yeah (laughs) I'm writing things that I didn't realize I was thinking yes so and to do it in a way of like you know really honoring yourself i think mm. is something that we feel sometimes we can't say the truth 
you know, mm. that we might feel either guilty or it's not achievable. I think that sometimes it surprises me how far we can go. I've found that maybe I don't aspire for something larger than what I can envision because it's like, oh, I probably can't achieve that. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, don't put that there on the map because, you know, maybe that's too big. But what I find is if I put it on the map, like just like a spoken word, an inkling, like confirm it with, yes, you heard that in your head, say it out loud, just validate it, really. Mm. The pathway opens up and Mm. maybe that's a little too woo-woo, but I feel like the universe just kind of starts opening up doors when we actually get really clear about that. Mm -hmm. And um, even if we don't know the how, the how works itself out. I don't think we need to worry about the how, but in my experience, it's it's learning how to not be afraid of a big there, but also Mm -hmm. knowing that it's probably not going to look anything like my fantasy Mm -hmm. vision of the there. Yeah, if that makes sense. And is it, and possibly not getting hung up on the timing of the there because yeah, that's one of the things. Definitely. Like, am I there yet? How long is yeah. it going to take? Why am I not? Like, I feel like I should have been there already. So yeah. timing seems to trip us up maybe even more than this idea of the destination or a destination itself. Yes, yes. I would say, especially because we're like literally in a society of instant gratification. We think we should be like the most amazing painter and have success instantly. We should sell a painting instantly. On what planet do we think we have these superpowers? You know, I think we we forget that things take time and they always take longer than we imagine. I mean, I can't even think of a single instance of anything I've ever done that hasn't taken longer, you know, just because again, it's this idea of like, I'm just going to do this thing. It's just going to be like this. You know, how many times have we tackled a website and we're like, I'm just going to quickly edit a page. And the next thing you know, it's like three hours later, like everything yeah. just takes longer. So and we can get that can get really frustrated with that. Like, yeah, wow, it's really frustrating. And you think, oh, I must be an idiot. Why can't I get these things done faster? Or, uh, come up with these stories about why it's not working. Yeah. And I think that Honestly, it's the timing of that. If we let ourselves get attached to the timing, we'll quit Mm. really good things. I mean, if I would have listened to my voice that was trashing my art, telling me I was super sucky at painting, don't even bother, honestly, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't even be talking today. It's, we just, we have to hold on to the dream of what it is we're committed to and really let go of timing. So I'm more attached to like, I'm going to get there, there, (laughs) again, Mm -hmm, I say there, mm -hmm. but I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't even know how it's going to happen, but I'm definitely committed to getting there. How funny is that? We go back to there again. Back to there. Um, This reminds me a little bit of when we were talking about how, again, frustrating and anxiety provoking it can be to feel like a beginner and be to be beginning Mm -hmm. again all the time. But we also said, hang on, isn't it actually kind of awesome that we get to begin again? And that's reminding me, it's making connections for me because, again, we can get really frustrated that something's taking longer than we thought it would. And especially something like this where you have a brilliant destination in mind, 
But actually, you could turn it around and go, isn't it great that it can take longer, that I can discover these side paths along the way? Because as we said at the time when we were talking, um, if you knew exactly what the path was and you knew exactly how long it was going to take and exactly what was going to happen at every step of the way, how freaking boring would that be? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We'd be eating Tim Tams just for the boredom of it. Like we, <laughs> it we us excited. Yeah, I think we just, as artists, like we like excitement. We love yeah. the thrill of it and seeing those things for the first time. So yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's the part of their that I am trying to, I'm looking back and I'm thinking, if I could tell my younger self something, you know, the one mm. who was really impatient for the there, because there keeps moving and I'm like, oh, it just keeps moving. There's no there. That's the other thing, isn't it? That yeah. Kind of, it, it's actually just one stop. It's not a finish line. You don't get to cross it's, over. It's so that changes. And there's no one waving the flags going, oh, my gosh, you've achieved there. It's not, yeah. you know, it's that not That changes like, perspectives too, doesn't it? That yeah. Realizing I, that it's going to be like that. Yeah. I would say to my, you know, even <clears throat> two to four years ago self, yeah, just enjoy the ride for goodness sakes. Yeah. Just just enjoy you know, the ride. This is reminding me of another analogy, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I know that when I've um, arranged holidays, particularly like when you're going to a big holiday, like you're going overseas, you're going yeah. somewhere, there are definitely two extremes of people and probably a lot in between as well. But there's the people who are like, okay, we've got 10 days and I want to hit these like 10 different tourist spots and we need to we'll be traveling three hours on this day and five hours the next day and we've got to get there <laughs> by 10 a.m for this tour and we've got to get there by 6 p.m yeah. for this or that i am really anti that <laughs> when i when I, I i go the opposite way i build in lots of buffer time I have really enjoyed, we've had a couple of trips in a camper van because you can just tootle along at your own pace. Yeah. And if you find somewhere you like, you just stay there an extra two days. Like that's yeah. how flexible yeah. you, just, you have these things where you can hang out for a while in a place. And, you know, if something happens along the way, weather, you don't freak out and go, oh, no, yeah. the schedule's completely blown. You just roll with it and see something different. Um, yeah. I really enjoy that just like going at a slow pace and getting to know a smaller area more. And I guess um, in terms of a destination and what we're talking about, I think about the way you describe in your process, you know, hanging out in a particular area in the studio. Like you've got a collection that you're working on, but then you're like, oh, something's calling me over here. I'm just going to go hang out and play with these textures for a day. Now, if you were totally focused on your there about, you know, getting this gallery collection done so that I can be in such and such gallery and then I can add that to my resume and then I can, I don't know, be whatever <laughs> big shot artist is. <laughs> I'm hyperventilating thinking of it. There's like, no time where's for the, the side trips. Yeah, there's where's no time for just saying, oh, today, like if you were in the camper van today, this seaside spot is so beautiful. You know what? Let's just stay here an extra two days. So like today... This color blue is so beautiful. I'm just going to spend an extra couple of days hanging out with this. It doesn't matter if, you know, it takes more time to get to the next 
the next stop on my journey? Like, does that yeah. ring true for you? Oh, 100%. In fact, I would just, I was literally just having this experience with looking at my color inspiration again and wanting to really feel super inspired. And I just mm. wasn't really feeling that with what I had done in terms of stuff that I had collected and, you know, where was I going to go with color? What was I working on? And I really feel this to the deepest of my bones. If we can connect on a deeper level, it's just all the output just comes out so much easier and smoother. You and know? suddenly you get there. And there is <laughs> like, like a joy. <laughs> so I did detour this last week and bought a printer so I could print out my images and I'm super excited. But I... I can't tell you how clear I'm so intentional about doing my work now because I have clarity and it feels mm. really exciting and, and exploratory. Like there's all mm. this stuff that I feel will help support there in a better way than yeah. if I would have taken that pit stop. So I definitely am much more open to pit stops and enjoying the process, I think. And I think when you think of it, like if you're like, oh, I'm, I've got to do this collection, I got to do this, it becomes a job in a sense that, yeah. you know, it's not as creative and free flowing, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't Which know. Which is kind I, of the point. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's the whole point. That's that's the whole point. I do it for sure. And although I do want to see completed work in a collection, I also want to give it my best. And my best means for me that it requires a lot of play. It requires yeah. some side steps that I'm the only one who can say, you know, am I inspired enough by this mm. or not? Like, I can't go to you back and say, hey, Beck, here's my stuff. Am I inspired? Should I do this? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work, you know. I'm laughing because I'm sure I've done exactly that. <laughs> but it's, it's. What do you think of this? Is it good? Yeah. Enough? No, you got to you got to answer that yourself. And when I do find myself wanting to ask outside, you know, um, particularly mm. if the kids are around or again, my husband walks in the studio and I, if I find I want to ask them, I'm like, don't do it. Don't do there's, it. <laughs> there's something here you can listen to yourself. So yeah. yeah. So, so I'm kind of interested because you just to clarify, because we've talked about a couple of different things for you practically right now, when you think about there and where yeah. you're headed, is it more of a vision of um, sort of goals in the future or things that you'd like, as you say, aspirational things you'd like to hit? Or is it more how you'd like to feel in the moment? Or is it a bit of both? I'd say Can now you? it's a bit of both. I'd say mm. um, short term would be like six months. Here's how I want to feel between now and six months. This is what I hope to achieve. And again, I'm really open to, if I have a commitment, of course, I'm going to really work towards that commitment, mm. but really be open to the creative process and enjoying the now. Like there mm. requires me to enjoy the now. That's like non-negotiable for me and how I do things. But I also yeah. think that I look a little bit more towards the future and, and envision like, what could two years down the road be for me? And, mm. and that's something that kind of, I guess for me, guides decisions that I make in my studio practice. Like if I have yeah. that two-year goal, what would I need to do now that would help elevate that? Yeah, and that's a different perspective too. I think that brings a different, um, it's almost a trick 
it's almost a way of changing your perspective in the now because yeah. ultimately having that having something some idea about 2 years away as you say isn't about now i make a schedule and i aim for that 2 year spot it's actually just a way to get our brains the way they are and the way we are to maybe makes me think that it probably elevates your thinking in the mm-hmm. now because if mm-hmm. you have th- have a something as you say something that's a bit bigger than maybe you would have necessarily automatically thought for yourself then you can work backwards to be that to that future thing to have that future realization how would i think about things now if that was possible in 2 years from yeah from today yeah. and then that's it might then in the now you're going, okay, well, now I'm someone who's really enjoying it. I'm not sure I'm explaining this properly, but it's a way I can imagine of really shaking up your thinking because we can be very nose to the grindstone, I think. Yeah, Just yeah. as, you know, we just get the day done, get the day done. And so very much stick to what we know and yeah. patterns of behaviour. We've talked yes, about that. So totally. So the future thinking is a way of, not setting, you know, a finish line that we then have to sprint to cross, yeah. but more as a way of shaking up so that you're not repeating the same patterns and maybe keeping yourself limited in the way that you repeat. Yeah, the same and patterns. I would say that's probably the biggest thing that it does for me is it really challenges my limiting beliefs of that's automatic it. behaviors that I'm doing, which we talked about yeah. last week, but it does it does elevate sort of like how I might approach my day. And it also mm. makes me really look at things at a deeper level that I might not have done if I didn't have that as my, remember you said, you know, you wanted this. So again, again, I think if we're not really clear and sort of come clean with ourselves on what we said, um, mm. then it's easy to be like, oh, I'll just putter along and we can feel like we repeat ourselves. You know, yeah. I know for me, if I don't have a look in my creative process on how to open up new ideas, I will repeat myself. I yeah. I think we all do. And I just and, don't enjoy that. <laughs> and potentially really bore yourself. Yes. I'm just having a little insight now that potentially when we're feeling the kind of feelings we might be having, let's say, if you're feeling a bit blah about yeah. the studio a bit like not excited and you can start as we've said we you can start making s- stories about that about oh it must be because I'm not a good artist I'm not yeah. a proper artist but actually it could be that it needs some fresh inspiration you need to shake up your thinking, shake up your sources, kind of elevate that thinking a bit. It's a way of of shaking yourself out of, I mean, basically I'm saying it's not that you're a bad ass. It could just be that you're bored with what you're doing right now. (laughs) 100%. I was going to say my biggest troubles have not come from being a bad artist. My biggest troubles come from me being a bored artist. And I really think recognizing that and taking action on how to shake that up is something that I I definitely am practicing. And that's why this week I did um, something twice because I was like, no, this I'm bored. That's doesn't feel right. Doesn't it's not there. So I think that that's what's great about um, having the there, you know, because I'm like, would would there would the girl in two years 
having the there would she do that would she just would she be like yeah be oh, happy I'll just with take the, i'll be happy the, with that i already did i did it you know tick it's done but did it do what i wanted it to do no so that's fascinating i think boredom in itself is a really fascinating topic i mean it kind of relates back to the kids in the back seat saying yes. are we there yet because they're bored actually the, when i think about it i said that if you could turn it around and say um isn't it great that it can take longer than we expect to do something because it means that there's all these surprises and things that happen and isn't it great that we had that in our lives? Equally, if you're dead set on a destination, if, if all you're thinking about is why aren't I there yet, why aren't I there yet, is that actually just an indication that you're bored with where you are now? Yes. Um, and we all know, I think, at a certain point in life that when we have these ideas that the grass is greener, we have this idea that... Yes. I'll get over what I'm feeling now when I reach this amazing spot. So I'm bored now, but when I reach this destination, suddenly I won't feel like that. Biggest lie ever. Not true. Whatever you're feeling now is going to go with it you all the way there. comes with you totally. All the way totally. there unless you're kind of addressing that. So we're also yeah. saying that if you're thinking about why aren't I there yet, it's maybe a good indication to say, well, how am I embodying that now and how am I feeling yeah. now? Is it boredom? Is it not being engaged with where I am now? Because that's that's a, that's where we can be. This is all getting very, um, I think, like yeah. wherever you are, there you are or <laughs> wherever you, are. you go, there yeah, you are. Totally. totally. Um, and I was going to say, too, when we do produce like for a collection or, you know, an exhibition or, you know, an open studio, like when we're producing for showing our work there's mm. this sort of pressure we put on stuff like oh we gotta hurry we gotta get in there get cranking along and stuff um i was just having this huge over the last two weeks going that pressure isn't helping you know that no. that like oh let me just make a quick response like a quick reaction out of fear rather than mm -hmm. like what would give me the best richest material to work with that would just mm -hmm. like let it ooze out of me and to really challenge ourselves because then when we're there like there's really long like how joyful it will be for me to experience yeah. there being now all the way to the exhibition That's rather than it. just the I exhibition think it's ex extending the experience of it i think it yeah I think it's fascinating that starting with that idea of are we there yet and, and thinking about it focused on the destination is actually we've talked our way into, we've discovered more about our relationship with time and yeah. how we're feeling in time, whether it's yeah. boredom, whether it's engagement. I love when we get to really start it, picking it gets, these things I apart. know, it's always, it's much more complicated. And I was thinking it's so easy to discount doing the deeper mm. work when you feel like yeah. you're in a rush and you're pres pressured. But I can tell you night and day looking at what I was doing, you know, if I would have just ticked off the box of like, yeah, just, just proceed with this quickly, get in there and get your stuff done, you know, versus spending some time, which might've looked like a little mini few days of a sidetrack to other people. But mm. it's, the whole, the whole experience between now and then and the exhibition will be way better. Yeah. Just by a few days, I, I guess what I'm advocating for is spend a few days, you know, yeah. if it helps you get more grounded so that the there is richer. 
And we all know that time is not linear. Time is not fixed. Like yes. you can have uh, six hours in the studio that fly by in a moment and we can have one hour in the studio that feels like a week of torture when things are going well, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, totally. So you want to find the flow states. I think that's what you're talking I yes. think that's what you've experienced and what you're talking about is that when you can allow that ebb and flow, like you can focus your energy on things that are actually going to be really um, fertile and yes. like taking the time to do that so-called side path, which isn't yes. the proper road, which is the, the proper thing. Yeah. But you do that and all of a sudden things will come together in different ways, in more enriching ways, and then – they'll actually come together more quickly. But yes, we're exactly. so fixated on this. I, yeah. yeah, and that's that's the part that I think is funny because I'm like, I just have so much clarity that I feel like it will come out much quicker than if I would have, yes. you know, been pushing myself Stuck rigidly. This. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I guess that's the good news, that there can be yeah. bigger. doesn't have to be just a small <laughs> little destination. So I guess yeah. to the kids in the car that we mentioned at the beginning, like, Enjoy the road trip. Look out at the scenery. Let's play I Spy. Yeah, let's. <laughs> <laughs> let's. If we should do that in our art. Let's play I Spy. Let's. Let's. Yeah. I Spy the gold nuggets. Where are they? You know, yeah. like enjoy the trip and that their destination mm-hmm. all in one. It's all part of the package. And I guess yeah, being open to having it change in terms of expectations yeah um you know i just think that that's something that we have to get a little bit better at being more open to it doesn't look the way we think it does yeah it's it's not a fixed in another way it's not a fixed spot on the map it's kind of an idea of a direction yeah that excites you so that is important for your motivation for your vision for what we've talked about kind of shifting yourself into a kind of higher vision for yourself um but i really like love how you describe just it's it's an idea and it's also you're very open that it's definitely going to be changing as as you discover things along the way and why not why wouldn't you why would you stay (laughs) fixed into an idea that you came up with two years ago one year ago last week when you're a different person now hopefully you've learned things from those those side discoveries yeah Yeah. definitely I just wanted to know Michelle do you think we're there yet have we reached the end of the podcast We might be. Sorry, not the end. Let me say that again. (laughs) Not the end of the podcast, the end of this episode. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Have we reached the end of the episode? Are we there yet? We might be there, but knowing that uh, we'll definitely be, as we always are, talking about this and like we're never actually there with with these conversations, (laughs) are we? There's always another conversation. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Brilliant. (laughs) 